Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 31st of July, 2023. We are live tonight on the Wilmsfront YouTube channel, the Wilmsfront Odyssey channel. Rumble is not working again tonight, and I haven't been able to figure out how to get the new entropy to work so I can take super chats like I normally do. I'll see if I can work out how to set, how to how to do power chats, uh, which I know that uh, Joel Davis and Blair Cottrell do for their show. But on we go. It is 8.30 p.m. here in Melbourne, Victoria, where we got some sunshine on the weekend. But because we are still in winter, we must be terrified of any sunshine in this new era of global boiling. Now, on Saturday, the local Melbourne communists and Antifa attempted to disrupt the private white power lifting event at a sunshine gym uh, jointly hosted by the national socialist network and the european australian movement now they released on their social medias a short promo video to promote the event Victoria Police declared Sunshine West, where the gym was uh, located, a designated area uh, uh, under the Control Weapons Act of 1990. Now, they did this at the Stop Immigration Rally. So the designated area uh, was in place between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. So Victoria Police have the power without a warrant Uh, to search a person and anything in the possession or in control of that person or a vehicle for weapons. So Victoria Police, they also have the power to order a person uh, to remove a face covering or direct you to leave the designated area. That's how they got uh, NSN and EAM uh, to move on uh, when when they had the, the stop immigration rally ordered them to leave the designated area if they didn't remove their face cover so they hadn't done much for a while the the local antifa uh, uh, communists which uh, which 
it was well it was organized as i said by the the socialist alternative front group the campaign against racism and and fascism and there well the the woman who claimed she was the organizer jasmine uh, duff uh, she uh, uh, she was very prominent in the in the the rally and uh, was also interviewed uh, by reed butler uh, for their nine news segment that evening Good evening. Hundreds of anti-Nazi protesters have marched through Sunshine West in an effort to thwart a secret gathering of white nationalists. Police formed a ring of steel around the gym where the meeting was being held as demonstrators demanded an end to the growing movement. Reid Butler was there. Defiant. In the face of fascism. They're not good people and they don't belong here in Melbourne. And we've got to make that show. And they did. Around 300 met and then marched. If we don't, then they are going to grow. So we've got to stop a movement from starting. Their destination, a secretive neo-Nazi gathering at a boxing gym. A flyer advertising the event as a white power lifting meet hosted by the European Australia Movement and National Socialist Network. Along the way, clues of a Nazi presence in the suburb, at least 100 stickers with the symbol of the Black Sun, spotted by demonstrators and then scratched off. Used by the SS in World War II. And you don't need to know much history to know at least six million reasons why that battle is so important. It is loud and it is disruptive, but that is the point. One of the other aims of this demonstration through the streets of Sunshine West today is to put on a very public show of support for the many migrants who live in this area. A wall of Victoria police officers were waiting near the gym, blocking access. Organisers calling on those inside to come out and meet them. But from the air, it was clear the men were ignoring the protest, appearing to enjoy a spit-roast barbecue. The Nazis uh, clearly had nowhere near the numbers to be confident to come out and face us, so they've hidden away in their gym. After about an hour, the anti-Nazi rally disbanded, their targets silent, but their message clear. It's pretty small and pretty pathetic, but at the same time, the deep racism that they feed off, that's something that you can see everywhere in Australia, particularly from the mainstream. Police are monitoring all of this very closely. In fact, here in Sunshine West tonight, they have additional powers. It's been classified a designated area, meaning Victoria Police can search anyone they like if they suspect they're carrying a weapon without a warrant. They can also demand the removal of face warrants, uh, face coverings as well. This is a two-day white supremacy event, Dougal. Today was the powerlifting uh, competition in the gym behind me. Tomorrow there are seminars, speeches and a luncheon. Dougal. Okay, Reid Butler, thank you. Uh, see how uh, Jasmine Duff there, she tried to claim uh, that uh, Antifa won uh, because uh, the NSN, they didn't come out and, uh, and meet with us, uh, which is basically... They, they they rewrote the, the rules of, and this is in Rules for Radicals by Saul Alinsky, uh, because, well, their ultimate goal was to disrupt that event. If the double police line wasn't there, uh, they would have wanted to storm that meeting. And because it wasn't interrupted, and Antifa have a history of interrupting uh, private speaking events uh, such as 
uh, Lauren Southern and Stefan Molyneux when they toured Australia, uh, when uh, Nigel Farage has come. Uh, so that's, of course, what they, they wanted to do. But uh, because uh, the, the NSN event uh, went, the white power lifting event went on undisturbed they had to change they had to change the narrative and say oh we actually what like why should they uh, they stop their private event uh to to come out and and talk to a mob of people who are trying to disrupt it and uh the antifa communists they were very butthurt that uh, victoria police oh you protect the nazis uh, but you don't protect our drag queen story hour. Uh, they've all had to be cancelled. Well, they were all at uh, public libraries, the uh, the drag queen story time, so not on private property. And one of Victoria Police's, well, what they what what their one of their primary goals should be is to protect private property rights. Uh, so there is not uh, trespassers and uh, home invaders. And it was the local council's uh, decisions uh, to cancel their drag queen story times. There's plenty that have gone ahead, uh, but there have been very uh, vocal protests outside. Uh, now, Jasmine uh, Duff, uh, she was invited on Sunrise this morning on um, the Seven Network, and the Sunrise is just so bad uh, these days, even though Koshi's gone. Uh, Natalie Barr, who interviewed Jasmine, uh, she is just as awful. ...who rallied against a neo-Nazi event in Melbourne's West say the government should be doing more to crack down on extremist right-wing groups. About 300 people marched through the city's West over the weekend, protesting a two-day event at a boxing gym that combined weightlifting with white power seminars. And residents were determined to show the activities were not representative of their community. Joining me now is the organiser of that protest, Jasmine Duff from the Campaign Against Racism and Fascism Group. Good morning to you. Tell us, uh, why was this event so concerning to you? It was very concerning. It was uh, Nazis organising a two-day recruitment event. They wanted to try and bring more young men into their cause. And we wanted to stand up clearly against all forms of racism and against fascism. Yeah, you're calling on the government to change how police respond to these mm. far-right groups. Uh, what's been your experience so far? Well, my experience has been police pepper spraying the anti-fascist side while standing in front of neo-Nazis performing Sig Hales, defending them. But the other thing that we want the government to change is their treatment of refugees, migrants and asylum seekers. We think everyone should have the right to settle in Australia and to get citizenship here. Yes, Victoria Police, they just pepper spray uh, these anti-racists uh, for no good reason. It's not because uh, they... if police weren't there to restrain them they go and attack uh, the the national socialist network members i mean you only uh, go, this is going back years but you you only had to look at uh, the the coburg uh, halal uh, protest to see what antifa how violent uh, they are uh, when there is no police lines and the mainstream media describing them as anti racist anti Nazis. You saw Jasmine Duff's t-shirt. She's a, a socialist 
uh, communism has killed over 100 million people just in the last century. Uh, so that is so that is more than double uh, the 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 death toll of national socialism. If you include all of the deaths in World War Two. So they just get a free pass uh, from the the corporate media. And I've never understood why the corporate media are so sympathetic to the socialists who would only want, the only media they would want in uh, their communist communist totalitarian state would be the the state ABC. And you notice that that, they had the nine news chopper uh, there, and so they uh, uh, over overhead they they noticed that uh, they were having a, a barbecue. The National Socialist Network members cooking with evil gas, and obviously, I think maybe that's why uh, Dan Andrews uh, has uh, decided to, as I call it, uh, introduce a a gas lockdown for new homes beginning on the first of January. 2024. As this was announced on Friday by his Energy and Resources Minister, Lily D'Ambrosio. So she said that residential planning permits from 2024 will only allow electric connections to new homes and public buildings that have not yet reached the design stage. Uh, The gas lockdown will not apply to commercial developments. I call it a gas lockdown uh, because it's, well, like the the COVID lockdown, it's designed to to flatten a curve, the emissions curve uh, to to stop global boiling. And uh, this wasn't introduced by by Dan himself uh, because uh, he's still trying to to dodge uh, dodge, uh, further journalistic questioning over his uh, cancellation of the 2026 Commonwealth Games. And now Lily D'Ambrosio, she said that this new gas lockdown will save households up to $1,000 off their annual energy bills. Yeah, just like Anthony Albanese promised $275 off your electricity uh, bills and also help Victoria reach net zero emission target by 2045. And of course, I, there uh, there was uh, more uh, Victorian taxpayers' money or more borrowed money doled out. So another ten million for a new residential electrification grants program available to home builders, developers, to and others to provide bulk rebates for solar panels, solar hot water, and heat pumps to new home buyers. And another one million in targeted training to support the construction industry and the new gas lockdown. So it's already costing money, not saving money. Now, uh, Dan Andrews, he he had a, a welcome milestone last uh, Tuesday uh, with the first test trains uh, uh, driving through his uh, new metro tunnel through the, the CBD. Uh, so it'll create a continuous train line uh, from the Cranbourne and Pakenham lines in Melbourne southeast to Sunbury in the northwest. There'll be five new underground uh, stations uh, which uh, bypass the city loop. And of course, Dan's other uh, big 
a, a bit of rail infrastructure as part of his his big build, uh, which has uh, has experienced almost a, a blowouts on almost every project, big blowouts and a, a, a big bill. That's why Victoria is in so much, so much debt. His suburban rail loop, uh, which is, uh, is tunneling is supposed to commence sometime next year. Uh, so it connects Melbourne's, uh, Melbourne's southeast. So it goes from Cheltenham all the way around up, up east. Uh, to the north, connects with Melbourne Airport, and then to the western suburbs. It will uh, take 30 years to build, cost at least $125 billion. So by the time that it's built, uh, I'll be a senior citizen. And now when Dan uh, announced this uh, suburban rail loop in 2018, the, the business case was flimsy at rest. To make it viable, uh, he has to he has to make sure that uh, there's enough people living around uh, these uh, station super hubs uh, because the suburban rail loop uh, uh, links to stations on existing rail uh, networks such as Chel uh, Southland Station, Clayton Station, Glen Waverley and Box Hill. Obviously, there's new stations at uh, major universities such as Monash University and Deakin University. Uh, so, so there's enough patronage. I, Dan is planning to, to turn the, these, uh, the, the suburbs around these super stations, so Box Hill, Glen Waverley, Clayton and Cheltenham in uh, two mega suburban cities. Uh, so Dan Andrews uh, used the at the uh, the it was an there was an IBAC report released last week Operation Sandown uh, that uh, found uh, property developer John Woodward made payments totaling one point two two million to former Casey mayors and Liberal Party members Sam Aziz and Jeff Ablett, including cash payments in suitcases and shopping bags in return support for lucrative planning decisions. Now, Dan Andrews knows never let a, a good crisis go to waste. And so he's using this report as an opportunity to seize planning powers from local governments and give it to his planning minister uh, so he can approve low, medium and high density developments around these suburbs. Lady of Charlotte says Cheltenham is already packed. Dawn says Moravan is Mumbai. Well, Box Hill is already Hong Kong and there's already a lot of high rise developments there. And the suburban rail loop and building up these uh, uh, these uh, city suburbs around these super stations is it all, all fits in with uh, the Victorian Melbourne, which it's not fifteen minute cities, uh, but uh, it is twenty minute neighbourhoods. Is that is that that is the, the official title, but they're but they're all the same. Uh, Plan Melbourne, the website's been updated to say it's not about locking you in your suburb geographical area, like uh, it should say, like we did during the COVID lockdown. And now, 
obviously the the justification uh, for having these uh, high rises in suburban suburban Melbourne is because of mass immigration returning. There's going to be six hundred thousand migrants coming into Australia over the next three years, and of course they're going to need to be housed. Uh, Dan Andrews has said we can't have any more urban sprawl in Melbourne, uh, so we've got to build up in the inner suburbs. So this is this is his vision. Uh, coincidentally, uh, fits in with uh, the 15-minute cities, 20-minute neighbourhoods, you name it. And uh, now, of course. I, when it's promoted that uh, you that uh, everything uh, will be will be within uh, walking distance uh, from uh, your home in an apartment tower. I it's sold as convenience and look, there's a train station right there, so you can still go to the city uh, to attend major events such as uh, the the soccer, uh, the uh, the Matildas uh, playing tonight, and the the women's world cup uh, they are in a must win must win match against canada uh, they're currently one nil up and of course there is the also uh the final day of the fifth ashes test as well so there's a there's a lot happening tonight as well naughty design says communism timbo it's called communism well Certainly, if uh, it, it makes these uh, these uh, twenty minute neighbourhoods, fifteen minute cities, they make the sedentary sitting ducks again. In case uh, the the governments want to have a another lockdown uh, for some reason, and of course uh, they uh, having uh, public transport next to uh, near people's houses disincentivizes them from uh, driving a car. And of course, uh, we know that because uh, uh, global uh, boiling is uh, this year's psyop. Uh, this is uh, if you're following the the psyops from each year. 2020 was uh, uh, was the the COVID virus itself. 2021 was the vaccine. 2022 was uh, the war in Ukraine, and 2023 is uh, global boiling. And you wonder in 2024, when there's uh, the US presidential election, there's a UK general election, and there'll probably be an Australia, Australian federal election, what psyop will they have in, 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 in 2024? Uh, now, on the weekend in the, the Herald Sun, in the, I guess, as uh, to sort of uh, ratchet up the, the fear about uh, the 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 white power lifting event, uh, the Herald Sun uh, they did a uh, an article. It was by uh, their regular uh, cr uh, their regular crime reporter uh, Olivia uh, Jenkins. Uh, so there were a bunch of these flyers uh, that were put out uh, by a group calling themselves Aryan operations and uh, and they it's it, uh, this flyer seemed like laughing uh, designed to to whip up a media frenzy and uh, claimed uh, in their quarterly report they had unprecedented growth and said they were signing up whole families including young teenagers aged 13 and 14 
The report said the group was forming Australia's own Brevik Battalion, drawing links to Norwegian far-right domestic terrorist Anders Brevik, who was convicted of killing 77 people in 2011. Dr. Monique Ryan slammed the awful anti-Semitic vitriotic flyer after a Keyong resident received a copy of the report. More than that, it's hate speech. I've referred to it to the Australian Federal Police and Victoria Police. Uh, because uh, the th this is because uh, in the report, it, uh, well, it congratulated Dr. Monique Ryan, thank her for outstanding contribution in defeating the Jewish treasurer Friedenberg in Kuyung, also to Zoe Daniel for removing that subhuman in Goldstein, referring to Tim Wilson, who's a homosexual. Uh, well done to both. Uh, so Zoe Daniel C said she was appalled and would continue to support the Andrews government ban on Nazi symbols. Well, they are already banned. They're wanting to ban the Nazi salute. Miss Daniel recently returned from a trip to Israel where the Holocaust Museum Book of Names, which recorded known victims of the atrocity, featured people with her great-grandmother's family name. I'm appalled that our Jewish community continues to endure such grotesque defamatory and anti-Semitic attacks close to a century after the Holocaust. The term which I'll not repeat is the language of Nazi propaganda of the 1930s used to justify the vilification and worse, not, not just of Jews, but other vulnerable groups with unspeakable consequence. As soon as I became aware of the flyer, I reported to the authorities for investigation. I condemn it for its hasteful anti-Semitism and its vilification of both Mr. Wilson and Mr. Frydenberg. I, I hope police find who is responsible in the face of full force of the law. Attitudes and words like this kind have no place in Australia. Now, as you know, I'm a free speech absolutist, and obviously uh, Zoe Daniel and Monique Ryan have the right to be offended by it, but I don't know off the top of my head uh, why uh, that, uh, that flyer is, is deemed unlawful. And of course, we had uh, Devere Abramovich, who said uh, that uh, the reports, the references to recruiting whole families and the Brevik Battalion should set alarm bells ringing. This disgusting text is a stark reminder that these homegrown extremists are emboldened enough to target elected representatives. And that is the problem from hell that we can't run or hide from. I stand with Monique Ryan and Zoe Daniel during this difficult time as we send the message that kind of hate will have consequence. Now, the campaign against racism and fascism, you heard uh, Jasmine Duff say that Victoria Police need to do more to basically, if they want these events shut, sh sh uh, shut down. But just like communists, Nazis have free speech in Australia. I mean, both sides, uh, both extremes should have free speech. And also, I, I noticed online uh, that uh, Mechelhem Voikheimer, uh, he, he said he was subjected to another anti-Semitic uh, verbal attack. He was in South Melbourne Market when a woman did a Hail Hitler salute and said, I was a dirty Jew and that I should die. When are Victoria Police going to get serious and prosecute under the Racial and Religious Tolerance Act as they promise to do? So yes, uh, the Victoria Police. I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that uh, 
like obviously they spent so much uh, resources uh, going after a uh, uh, Blair Cottrell and uh, Neil Erickson and Chris Shortis over the Bendigo a mock beheading and to imprison Neil Erickson uh, for verbal violence uh, when he went into the gay church and disturbed uh, Friday prayers at Federation Square, both in in 2019. Uh, Do you like my Devere boys, Hadron anti-bullying? I'm actually thinking of uh, dressing up as uh, Devere for this year's Halloween uh, it's pretty easy. You just uh, you just get a a, a vampire uh, costume, and and you automatically look like uh, Devere. He he got very uh, he he got very triggered when uh, Tom Sewell called him a a blood sucking vampire. Really sensitive about his appearance. And uh, one of Maddie Rose's last videos was Count Devere's mi- mission, and it lasted like about five minutes on YouTube before it was. Uh, uh, deleted. I don't know if Devere has that uh, that uh, that much uh, uh, superpower. Now, uh, as as I think it was uh, uh, listed listed above, uh, New South Wales is go- you're still going to be able to uh, cook with gas if you move into a new home. Uh, Chris Minns. I, he has ruled it out after saying that no decision had uh, been made. He was in uh, the, uh, the the lion's den for New South Wales premiers on 2GB Breakfast uh, with Ben Fordham. Carl Sanderlands also, he, uh, he also lashed uh, Dan's uh, gas ban. And at the local uh, level, uh, Lord Mayor Sally Cap aka Sally Crap, uh, her city of Melbourne is thinking about shutting down uh, Captain Cook's Cottage in Fitzroy Gardens because uh, they said, well, their 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 justification is uh, that uh, there's not enough patronage uh, because you have to pay like seven bucks to to go in it. Uh, now it belonged to Captain James Cook's parents. It was built by them in Yorkshire, North Yorkshire, in 1755, and moved to Australia in 1934 and of course it is vandalized by the usual invasion day crowd and uh there was some indigenous person who wrote a one-star review saying i feel oppressed by this space i think first Nations should be given a voice in how this place is presented and now you will know that uh that uh Melbourne City Council, uh, they, uh, they, they are thinking of, of cancelling Australia Day in uh, the, the city of Melbourne. I thought, I thought it already was cancelled in the CBD on Australia Day, given that Dan Andrews has already cancelled uh, the, uh, the Australia Day parade and basically the Invasion Day people have free reign. They rule the CBD and abuse anyone on Australia Day wearing and uh, wearing any Australian Australian pride paraphernalia uh, there, even those that are not white. Now, on Friday, it uh, was uh, Chief Health Officer Brett Sutton's last day. Good riddance to bedwetter Brett. He was uh, one of the worst COVID cultists. And... He is uh, his final final day 
on Friday coincided uh, with the the last a uh, weekly COVID update. Uh, so it's it says here the weekly chief health officer update media release and social post for COVID nineteen has been discontinued. This change reflects the global shift from the emergency pandemic response to managing COVID-19 as a significant respiratory virus. This follows similar changes from other Australian jurisdictions. Uh, so the, uh, the Department of Health will continue to report on key figures and trends online each, each week, and they've still got their uh, COVID surveillance system where they test the poo uh, for what COVID variants are there. And they're, uh, they're still listing uh, the <laughs> how to protect yourself from COVID infection. And of course, it's wear a mask, get a booster, let fresh air in, get tested, stay at home and talk to your doctor. Uh, now, the, the new uh, chief health officer is uh, Dr. Claire Looker, who has been with the, uh, the Victorian Health Department since uh, 2016. Uh, she uh, was a Deputy Chief Health Officer of uh, Communicable Diseases uh, during COVID. Uh, to well, to introduce her to you, uh, this is a video uh, she posted uh, to uh, the Victorian Department of Health social media in September 2021 on her getting her uh, Pfizer COVID vaccine. Hi, my name is Claire Looker and I'm one of the Deputy Chief Health Officers on the COVID response at the Department of Health. Uh, and I work uh, in the case contact and outbreak management area. Um, I'm thrilled to be here today to get my first uh, vaccine shot, uh, my Pfizer dose. I'm also uh, 33 weeks pregnant. I'm grateful and appreciative for the opportunity. I think it's something that I can do to protect myself, obviously from COVID. Um, to protect my baby and also to protect my family, friends and uh, the Victorian community more broadly. Once I've had both my doses of Pfizer and, and th the situation starts to change a little, um, I'm, there's lots of things I can't wait to do. Obviously, I'm looking forward to enjoying um, time with the new addition to our family, uh, to spending some time with you know, extended family, being able to visit um, different areas, you know, interstate, uh, to travel a little bit more f more freely, both in Australia and hopefully, ultimately, you know, um, to, to be able to travel overseas again. And now notice in the comments, uh, a lot of you are very alarmed that uh, she got got the, the COVID shots while she was pregnant. I actually know of a, a, a woman who got got not just two Pfizer doses, but a booster as well uh, while uh, as well. So, so there you go, the, the COVID vaccine. Uh, so she is on a 12-month contract. Uh, so she's been kept on a short lease uh, by Dan Andrews and the, the health minister, uh, Marianne Thomas. Now, last night, I, it's busy, busy events period. I because uh, <laughs> uh, we've got the the the, the sport on uh, tonight, and last night uh, we had the uh, the TV Week Logie Awards. 
uh, Australia is uh, up 2-0 against uh, Canada. I let me know in the comments if you actually if you actually care uh, about uh, the women's world cup. Uh, more Australians will care if the Matildas uh, are able to advance to the knockout stages. Uh, Sam Kerr, the, the captain, best uh, f- uh, women's soccer player in the world, he is uh, back from a calf injury, albeit on the, the, the bench. I know that the, the ABC love her uh, because, well, she's a female, a professional female athlete, and she's also a lesbian of colour. Uh, she's the little sister of a uh, former uh, West Coke Eagle AFL player, Daniel Kerr. Uh, so the, the Logies uh, last night uh, were hosted by uh, Sam Peng, who is, he's been on the, the FM uh, breakfast uh, circuit for, for many years, uh, currently one of the, the co-hosts of the, the Front Bar AFL uh, show. And uh, he noted that, uh, well, he, he drew attention to the fact that there was one absence from the Logie Awards last night after an acceptance speech last year. So a reminder to everyone this evening not to mix beer and wine. And a reminder to all the winners out there, make sure that you don't mix your acceptance speech with an active court case. And the winner of the the gold Logie uh, was Sonia Kruger, who she is back with with Seven Network hosting. She hosts like a million shows at whatever network uh, she's in. And uh, the leftist Twitter uh, drips, uh, they were extremely upset since they still uh, believe that she should have been cancelled in 2016 uh, when she uh, was with the Nine Network and... Uh, one of the hosts of Today Extra, uh, she uh, su- uh, supported a complete ban on Muslims entering Australia. Uh, this was uh, after a number of uh, ISIS uh, terror attacks in Western nations, including uh, France. And uh, there was a, you might remember, a racial vilification complaint launched against her. And the tribunal found that she had vilified Muslims in her comments, but this was not racial vilifications uh, because Muslims are not a race. I mean, uh, I'm glad the tribunal got that fact right there. Uh, so yes, they they were they were especially uh, really upset that oh, there's so much uh, good diversity now, and they gave it to this uh, uh, this woman who should have been cancelled for uh, for for her bigoted remarks uh, seven years ago. Uh, it's uh, the blonde uh, blonde female uh, presenters in Australia are actually the based ones. Uh, Samantha Armitage, uh, when she was uh, a co-host of Sunrise, uh, she spoke common sense, which is probably why she was fired and replaced with uh, Natalie Barr, and also Kerry-Ann Kenley uh, on Studio Ten. Uh, uh, I covered last week when we covered Yumi Stein's disgusting degenerate uh, Welcome to Sex book. Uh, she called Carrie Ann Kenley racist uh, because uh, she cared about Aboriginal women and children uh, being raped and assaulted in remote Indigenous uh, communities. And uh, Carrie Ann Kenley later 
uh, that year uh, said that uh, you should use Extinction Rebellion uh, protesters on the road as speed bumps, uh, uh, lock them in jail and forget to feed them. So yes, uh, the 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 blonde hair blonde haired female presenters in Australia are the 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 ones with brains here. Now moving on to U.S. news and Hunter Biden's uh, sweetheart plea deal uh, with the uh, with the Department of Justice, headed by Attorney General Merrick Garland, is in complete tatters. Uh, because uh, judges uh, do not have to, uh, uh, well, uh, they can reject a, a plea deal, and that exactly what uh, U.S. District Court Judge Mary Ellen uh, Norakia uh, did, uh, because there was a clause in it uh, which gave Hunter Biden immunity uh, if they discovered that he'd committed any more crimes uh, in addition to uh, the two tax fraud charges and uh, the uh, the illegal uh, purchase of a firearm. Uh, so it was similar to an Epstein uh, sweet, uh, sweetheart deal. And also uh, the, the judge uh, admonished uh, Hunter's lawyers uh, because uh, there was a staffer at uh, Hunter Biden's law firm, Lather and Watkins, staffer Jessica Bengals. I represented herself as someone who worked uh, with Theodore uh, Catella, who's uh, an uh, attorney for the House and House Ways and Means Committee, uh, which and Bengals uh, demanded, uh, uh, well, allegedly tried to get the clerk to take down information from the IRS whistleblower testimony because it contained sensitive information. So, mis misrepresent. This is basically obstruction of justice, uh, which uh, they always try to get Trump's allies from. This is absolutely outrageous. And Judge uh, Norica absolutely admonished i.e. Uh, Hunter's law firm uh, for this. Now, in other legal news, uh, the ABC America news journalist, now ex-ABC News America journalist, uh, James Gordon Meek, is facing a minimum five years in prison after pleading guilty uh, uh, to child pornography charges. And he was the uh, reporter who allegedly debunked the Pizzagate uh, conspiracy. You remember it, it, uh, Pizzagate, it was uh, based on the WikiLeaks emails uh, that uh, between the Podesta brothers, uh, so John Podesta, you remember, was Hillary Clinton's campaign manager. And there were all of these mysterious references to pizza and talked about having a fundraiser at Comic uh, Ping Pong uh, Pizza, uh, which was this, uh, this uh, pizza bar in, I believe it was uh, Washington. Yeah, it was in Washington, D.C., uh, so the Pizzagate conspiracy was that the Podesta brothers were running a, sec, a child sex trafficking ring out of the, the basement of the, the Comet, uh, Comet Ping Pong uh, Pizza. And you remember on the the, the owner's Instagram, uh, there was, he said it was his uh, niece. Uh, she had her hands uh, tied with sticky tape uh, to the, 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 the table. And... Uh, 
there was uh, this person who went to the pizza, the comic ping pong, ping pong restaurant who believed in Pizzagate and shot up the front. And this was when uh, Hillary Clinton made her fake news speech that this is the danger of uh, uh, fake news, that it has uh, re uh, real life consequences. And so yeah, the reporter who debunked uh, Pizzagate, he, uh, he was uh, raided in April 2022. And uh, after uh, there was a, a tip-off to the, the federal authorities uh, over a suspicious uh, Dropbox uh, file. And so he, uh, so the, uh, on his phone, there were child porn images and videos and on other devices as well, which showed that he chatted with minors on the internet. And there is some really disgusting messages that were found on his chat apps. Uh, so he asked, uh, he, 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 uh, in asking another uh, another uh, suspected pedophile, uh, child rapist, us uh, said that uh, uh, raping a toddler girl is amazing. I mean, that is just absolutely sick and depraved, monstrous, evil, like who on earth would 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 say that and he also shared a perverted fantasy of abducting drugging and raping a 12 year old girl uh, so he is likely to to face at least 20 years in prison i in the us they actually have uh, really severe uh, uh, sentences uh, if you're caught with uh, child pornography. Uh, so he should rot in jail, the, the monster. And uh, this is why people are naturally uh, suspicious of those who who play down uh, that uh, there's uh, widespread child sex trafficking. It's, it's almost like it's some sort of uh, pro projection uh, for some of them. Now let's go over to the UK, uh, where uh, Nigel Farage he has uh, through his uh, well, uh, not just through his perseverance, but also in thanks to the the platform uh, that he has on his uh, GB News show and his Telegraph column, uh, has claimed the scalp of uh, the, the, the banking uh, company uh, that, sh uh, that uh, shut down his Coots account. Uh, so Net, uh, NatWest, its uh, CEO, Alison Rose, uh, told a BBC a reporter uh, that uh, Nigel Farage, his, uh, his uh, Coots uh, personal and business accounts were, were closed uh, because he didn't have enough money, or oh, he, he's poor. Uh, even though uh, there there was a subsequent leak, and the BBC had to issue a retraction uh, that uh, that uh, there was a dossier that was that was leaked, and uh, and the reason why uh, why Nigel Farage's bank account uh, was closed is that uh, they deemed him. Him not a commercially viable cus customer because they, they considered him a racist, xenophobic, uh, retweeted a, a Ricky Gervais uh, joke, and uh, apparently he's a disgusting uh, grifter. 
uh, so yeah, basically because they didn't like his uh, his uh, politics, uh, that's why they shut down his account. Uh, now it had already happened uh, bank account closures to Mark Collette, Laura Taylor, heaps uh, a patriotic alternative, heaps of uh, British white nationalists over the years in Britain, but because they went for somebody uh, more who 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 normie uh, conservatives admire. I uh, that uh, finally uh, there was a reckoning uh, with banking deplatforming, and now Rishi Sunak, he's embracing conservative populism more in a desperate attempt uh, to turn around the polls and rally the conservative base. He is uh, he's uh, uh, declaring that uh, he will uh, he will shut woke banks, and so he's actually going to pass. He's promising to pass a law which will prohibit banking deplatforming on political beliefs and he's also uh, now uh, declaring this is his this is his latest uh, populist embrace he says he's on the driver's side and so he's told uh, Sadiq Khan who won a uh, Supreme Court I I think uh, Supreme Court a high court uh, challenge uh, to expand his uh, ULES uh, zone uh, to all of Greater London. So he told Sadiq Khan to think twice about expanding ULES and has ordered a review of low traffic neighbourhoods. Now, low traffic neighbourhoods is when they put these bollards to block cars from getting through. This is, uh, they took this to the extreme in, you remember, Oxfordshire, uh, having, uh, had, uh, breaking up uh, the the council area into six mini cities where you have to get a permit uh, to drive through. Uh, now, of course, many people are pointing out, well, Rishi Sunak, uh, you, your government uh, plans to phase out uh, the, the, the sale of petrol cars uh, by uh, 2030. And of course, uh, ULES, uh, it was first proposed by Boris Johnson when he was, uh, he was mayor. A, so it cost drivers £12.50, which is about 25 Australian dollars uh, to drive in London if they don't have an emissions-friendly car. And so, as, as I said, like the Conservatives have been in power for 13 years. Uh, they have embraced all of the net zero uh, decarbonisation low emissions madness uh, they've let the illegal migrants come in uh they have let uh, criminals run man i gotta fix my internet i've just come back uh, uh, back again and of course, they let they let uh, the banks and the banks and other corporations uh, cancel uh, people uh, for having the wrong views. Now, have all of you who are on Twitter uh, have you have you updated your Twitter app for it to be X uh, because Elon Musk has renamed Twitter X. You no longer tweet, uh, you post, and Elon Musk. Uh, of course, uh, he has his uh, space uh, space expo exploration company is called SpaceX, uh, which uh, also launches his Starlink internet satellites 
into space. Maybe I should connect to, to Starlink. And of course, his Tesla electric cars. He basically wants to he, he wants to be the the the, uh, the 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 de facto oligarch of the digital world. He's like move, he's like move. Hey, Klaus Schwab, uh, I'm going to be the 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 the, the leader the leader of the, the the globe. And he basically said this much about how he wants X to do everything in the not too distant future. Essentially, if 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 done right, the X would be would would serve people's financial needs to such a degree that over time it would become I don't know maybe half of the global financial system. Wow! Or some big number. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what the number is, but pretty big. Um, so it, it would be by far the biggest sort of financial institution. It, but, but like I said, not, not not really in the way that people are used to thinking about uh, banks. Mm-hmm. Just um, just the most efficient database for the thing that is money. Um, like I said, like, least amount of fraud, uh, everything's real time. Um, and if it involves money in any way, it can be dealt with seamlessly on one, one location. Now, if one oligarch was to, to rule the, the, the digital uh, world, who would master the future, I, would you prefer to it to be Elon Musk, who does have a a a a, a, a relative, he does place a relative value on free speech. He doesn't allow all free speech on Twitter. He doesn't allow Holocaust denial or nine eleven uh, conspiracy theories. I mean, uh, Twitter uh, uh, for. Uh, uh, X, uh, formerly Twitter, has become much more fun uh, since he took ownership, and uh, that's why <laughs> that's why our e-safety commissioner is wanting to try and fine uh, Twitter six hundred thousand dollars every day if 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 he doesn't explain to her how they're promoting online safety and uh, Zali Stegel. Uh, one of the the teal independents said she doesn't like the new Twitter X logo. It's not cool. It's just negative and dark. Very annoying. Musk is doing. Yeah, but you'll keep tweeting on uh, so on oh, posting on X. See, I've got to correct correct my language. We must not dead name X anymore. Uh, we but it it, it it always was X. Dare not mention the 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 T word now. But Zali Stegel, she'll stay posting there. She won't go over to Threads or. Or, or or Macedon. Uh, now I've well, making making good time. Uh, so there is is probably a a bit of time now uh, for a voice update. Now, as you know, last night on Wilmsfront, I interviewed Julianne Batchelor uh, from Stop Co-Governance in New Zealand. I provided a very uh, stark warning about if the, the, the Aboriginal voice gets enshrined in the, 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 the Constitution, I, we, uh, we will get basically a, a co-governance arrangement with every government decision having to, to go through the voice 
uh, with Parliament back this week, uh, Anthony Albanese, uh, he was grilled in question time over uh, his assertion now that it's that it that uh, the the voice is not about a, a treaty, even though he's he's been busted wearing that midnight oil shirt, uh, voice truth treaty, which is what the Uluru statement fr- uh, fr- from the heart demands. He said on election night, Anthony Albanese, he would embrace it in full, uh, which is voice truth treaty. And Ben Fordham again nailed him uh, saying, oh, well, when can we expect uh, a, a treaty? Now, of course, uh, we have in Victoria already a a, a first, first uh, people's assembly. And uh, we have working on the, the first pe- people's assembly now, a, well, newly discovered Aboriginal, and that is uh, Brittany Higgins. Uh, so this is uh, Andrew Bolt's column. And of course, he is uh, obviously he's cucky on many other issues, but he absolutely uh, nails uh, the, as he calls it, Aboriginal identity uh, craze. And they, he, even though he was uh, taken to court, the, the federal court, and uh, and uh, the the federal court found he had uh, violated Section 18C of the Racial Vilification Act and banned his articles uh, for uh, discussing a half-white Aborigines. Andrew Bolt he he uh, certainly uh, buried uh, any uh, timidness that he might have had post of it now. I mean, he's repeatedly called out uh, fake Aboriginal. Uh, Bruce Pascoe wrote the the fake history uh, book dark emu uh, so now uh, Br- uh Brittany higgins uh so more of her text messages have have leaked now and uh she claims that this is Brittany higgins this is a this is a a violation a humiliation uh so i uh, higgins i uh, with uh, she was texting her friend emma webster asking higgins what mob she was adding the assembly's co-chair and ceo are curious higgins replied that her grandfather was connected to either the nagui or guru uh Badham people but we're not entirely sure which one and her grandfather didn't want to progress any further with inquiries and reconnecting uh, with his siblings from an orphanage higgins added documentation if you like and Bolt says, I'm not calling Higgins a fake. Her grandfather may have indeed have Aboriginal ancestry, but I wonder how anyone could claim Higgins is a meaningful wing for a Aboriginal herself based on such uncertain connections. And she's got the job with, well, Victoria's uh, first first people's assembly uh, based on, on, on this. Uh, but and as Walt says, many other many other Australians who who get jobs after claiming to be Aboriginal can't even waive any documents to, to supposedly prove it. And uh, Gary Johns uh, last week uh, he was uh, he was uh, attacked, smeared uh, for a, a saying that there should be a blood test to determine Aboriginality and uh, uh, to gain gain these. Uh, indigenous uh, positions and and benefits his uh, he, he his a call for a a blood test 
uh, was called uh, outdated. And uh, the Yes campaign uh, <laughs> called for him to be uh, booted, uh, which, of course, they would say that. Now, because I've got a bit of time, and I know that uh, paleoconservative uh, was keen uh, for me to give a Barbie Heimer review uh, tonight, uh, because uh, last Wednesday I saw uh, the Barbie movie, and then on Saturday night I saw Oppenheimer. I'll start with, with Barbie, and hopefully I can get a review up on The Unshackled. It'll be called Barbie Land's Feminist Fantasy. And so Barbie Land, a, it is run by all of the, the, the uh, ethnically diverse and uh, bodily uh, diverse Barbies. And the, the Kens are reduced to emasculated beaters. And uh, stereotypical uh, Ken, which is played by Ryan Gosley, is reduced uh, to uh, his, uh, the, the only goal he wants is to, to get uh, stereotypical Barbie, uh, Mar uh, played by Margot Robbie, her attention. And stereotypical Barbie, she starts having thoughts about dying and other negative, negative thoughts. And weird Barbie, who's been basically disjointed by uh, her owner, says you have to go to the real world uh, to find your Barbie owner uh, to, 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 to fix her. And so she goes to the, the real world and Ken uh, sne uh, sneaks with her. When she arrives in the, the real world, she's shocked that women are construction workers and they make wolf, wolf whistles and they make chauvinistic remarks to her. And some guy sneaks up on her and smacks her on the bottom. And uh, then she finds who she thinks is her Barbie owner, which is this high school student who says that uh, she's a fascist who's put uh, who, who's put women back. And it turns out uh, her owner is that teenage girl's mother, played by America Ferreira, who, who came to prominence playing Ugly Betty and is a, a Democrat supporter. And uh, Ken, while he's in the real world, notices that men run uh, lots of things. And so he learns the benefits of patriarchy. And when they arrive back in, in Barbie land, uh, Ken has brainwashed all the Barbies uh, to submit to the patriarchy. And so America Farah goes on this rant about how women are expected to be everything. It's more projection by Mattel, how they were, they, they were attacked uh, for stereotypical uh, Barbie for many years. So they made all these uh, diverse Barbies. And so... And, and so it's basically Mattel saying like, look, we've, we, we, uh, we've, you know, learn, we know, how, know how hard it is uh, to, to have a, a, per, a, a to be a, a, a perfect role model woman. And uh, so America Farah, she, uh, she, uh, she unbrainwashes all of the, the, the Barbies. I, they're like brainwashed Stepford wives style. And uh, so they managed to reclaim because Ken wants to turn it into Kenland. And so they managed to take over Barbie land, retake over Barbie land uh, by making Ken's uh, jealous of uh, the, the, the jealous of each other with the Barbies giving different Ken's attentions. Of course, there's nothing in it about women getting uh, jealous of each other about uh, certain uh, different Ken's finding them attractive 
And in the end, Ken says, oh, it was too uh, difficult running stuff. And oh, I, uh, so I just, you know, want to go back to being uh, Ken. The reason why I call it a feminist fantasy land is because no way a, a land run by feminists would be that happy as Barbie land. They'd still find a way to be miserable. And so in the end, a Barbie, uh, Barbie creator, Ruth Handler, is played by uh, Rhea Perlman, I say, uh, makes uh, Barbie a, a real girl, uh, which is sort of like the end of Pinocchio. And so the movie ends by Barbie going into a doctor's surgery and saying, I'm here for my gynecologist appointment because obviously she's a real girl. She's got a real vagina now. That was a, that 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 was a actually a silver lining in the the, the film that there was only two genders uh, the, in in Barbie Land. The the Kens uh, were males, even though they didn't have a penis, and uh, the 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 Barbies were female. Only had two genders. So yes, it wasn't an awful movie, but really uh, stupid. Uh, so, uh, but. Heaps of people in Australia are, are seeing it. Uh, most sessions are sold out, and the Oppenheimer uh, session uh, was uh, was sold out on Saturday night when I went. And uh, for me, there was there was there was too much optical uh, uh, optical imagery of uh, nuclear explosions, and. Uh, a lot of the the film, because it goes for for three hours, was about uh, Oppenheimer's uh, communist associations, uh, which is uh, why he lost his uh, security clearance in 1953 uh, 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 during the well the, the Red Scare. And just to clarify, it was a legitimate Red Scare. And obviously, he they betray uh, Oppenheimer, or he was a victim of the 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 the, the witch hunts. But it made me nostalgic for the the, the days uh, when being a communist was the worst thing you could ever be, and you were completely socially ost ostracized for being a communist. And when he worked on the the Manhattan uh, Project, most of it's not about uh, them making the the bomb; it's about all the mathematical equations about uh, quantum physics, how to to make. Uh, this this bomb and that they should control these atomic weapons they should make a hydrogen weapon a hydrogen weapon of course he he wasn't listened to uh which is good because uh, mutually destroyed destruction with uh, uh most major powers having nuclear warheads has kept the world safe uh, that's why there's been no hot wars that's why the cold war was was just that uh so he 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 was wrong and it's a, and another uh, another issue or sort of a discussion point about uh, Oppenheimer, which is explored in the in the film, is that uh, maybe he doesn't want uh, any nuclear weapons development, so he can be the man remembered for the for for being the the father of the atomic bomb, and also so he can cleanse his his conscience of all the dead in Hiroshima and Nagasaki by saying no more there. So yes, I 
like both were standard Hollywood productions. Uh, Hollywood's going to run out of, of films to release. Uh, they, I wonder how many are in the, the, the post, uh, post-production phase because there's none that are in uh, production phase at the moment. So yes, uh, that uh, that is a summary of my reviews of of Barbie Heimer. Though I have to say the the best uh, uh, new release that I watched uh, was the the third reboot of Futurama, uh, which is well, it's aired on Hulu in the United States, which is on Disney Plus in Australia. It's been cancelled for ten years. It was originally on Fox. Uh, in the 2000s, then Comedy Central in the 2010s, and now on Disney Plus because they own uh, 20th Century uh, Fox now. Even though the writers hadn't worked on on Futurama uh, for 10 years, the first episode was absolutely hilarious. (laughs) uh, They they hadn't written an episode for 10 years and they wrote an absolute Futurama classic. I don't know how they, they, they do it, uh, but maybe it's just the characters. They're just so good in their, their various eccentric ways. Uh, but it was a, a I'll, I'll give you the, uh, I'll give you the plot is that Fry attempts to uh, binge watch every show ever wearing this uh, binge watching uh, suit. So <laughs> there's a lot of parody about shows being rebooted, canceled than that. Absolutely. Uh, hilarious i would recommend like you know, i actually laughed like more 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 than i have there's actually a new episode that's uh that's dropped tonight on disney plus so i watched that as well hopefully that's that's as good as uh, as the the return episode so that's my entertainment review for tonight and that's the end of tim's news explosion now because i haven't got uh been able to get entropy working so so i can uh, accept uh super chats uh to support unshackled productions and to maybe help me get a better internet connection you can support the unshackled by uh taking out a premium membership uh five dollars per month uh, bronze silver ten dollars per month gold twenty five dollars per month platinum fifty dollars per month and also remember i'll be back uh tomorrow night with the theorists with uh, andy nolch on on youtube uh, odyssey and hopefully on rumble 9 p.m melbourne time i'll put the the link into the channel into into the the live chat so make sure you subscribe and click the bell to now notifications make sure you've also done that with the wilmsfront channels as well and also give a thumbs up and a comment below because it all helps with the the algorithm as as well Naughty Design says, might do Timbo a little tight at the mo. Or maybe I should set up an, an Amazon wish list as well, uh, which is what some creators uh, do, uh, uh, do uh, where you put things on a, on a, on a wish list that, uh, that uh, your supporters can, can buy for you or they might already have it and want to send it to you there. So I'll put that on my to-do list as well, setting up uh, power chats as well. But I'll see you tomorrow night, uh, 9 p.m. Uh, with Andy Notch. We're going to be following up on last week uh, with the uh, the mysterious death of the Obama's uh, chef. Uh, Barack Obama has been photographed with broken fingers and a black eye. Hmm. And also the latest uh, from from the uh, the UFO hearings, P. Cusman says, buy me crap sounds good. Well, 
for all of this studio equipment, I like to like to to continue to fit out a, a proper studio uh, so I can have more reliable uh, streams. I, I do need more uh, equipment, so I will I will list that as well. Of course, I love I love stuff. I mean, I'm able to bring you these uh, these uh, sound sound effects uh, thanks to thanks to my my studio here. So there you go. But I digress. Thank you so much for watching everyone as per usual. The live chat was lively. Apologies about the internet uh, connection. Try to get it fixed. I will see you all tomorrow night. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sane. Uh, stay, stay optimistic and stay informed as well. Good night, everybody. Tim's News Explosion. 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 Tim's news explosion.